0: Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. Today's passage is Acts 18. If you have done ministry for any length of time, then it's very likely you have had the following thought. Maybe I should quit maybe I should maybe I should give up maybe I should move on um, th- that's common if you are seeking to serve the Lord because it is not easy you will face difficulty you will face opposition and you will start to say eh, maybe I should stop serving the Lord like I am. Well, today we're going to see what should keep us going. And it'll look a little different, I think, for us than what we see in this passage. But some of the principles we will see should encourage us today. We last left Paul in Athens, giving his famous uh, speech to the Areopagus. But now he moves on from Athens and goes to Corinth, a city to which uh, he'll write two lengthy letters to the church in this city. And if you read those letters, you see this was a difficult relationship. This was not an easy place. You'll see here in Acts, this wasn't an easy church to minister to. And so he comes and he works as a tent maker in this city. He meets Aquila and Priscilla, and eventually he is reunited with Silas and Timothy. And they see Paul, no surprise, occupied with the word, it says in verse 5, testifying to the Jews that the Christ was Jesus. So basically that Jesus is the Messiah. And the Jews here reject this. And so Paul shook out his garments and said to them, your blood be on your own heads. I am innocent. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. And so he left, He leaves there and he goes, and it seems like he's doing then ministry based out of a house. Um, but uh, the Corinthians are hearing and, and they're, they're believing, so there's some fruit in this ministry, but there's also some opposition. And now we see what what keeps Paul going here. And in verse nine, it says, "And the Lord said to Paul one night in a vision,Do not be afraid, but go on speaking, and do not be silent, for I am with you, and no one will attack you to harm you, for I have many in this city who are my people." And he stayed a year and six months teaching the Word of God among them. So there we see God giving Paul this divine encouragement as Jesus comes and appears to Paul and encourages him to keep going. Now again, Paul was an apostle, an eyewitness even of Christ that we see back in Acts 9 is as, as Christ himself confronts Paul on the road to Damascus. And I do not believe that there are apostles walking around earth today and that the the miracles that they did, the signs of the apostles, we're not seeing those like we did in Acts. So if you're discouraged, I, I would not encourage you to expect an appearance in a vision of the Lord Jesus Christ to encourage you. But they didn't have the the completed scriptures, and you do have that. And that's where look at some of these things that the Lord communicates to Paul. And if you're in ministry, um, even if you're not in full-time ministry, but if you are seeking the Lord and you feel discouraged or you feel afraid, Consider some of the things that Jesus says to Paul. First, he says, do not be afraid. Well, doesn't the Bible say that to you like a lot of times? Doesn't the Bible repeatedly exhort us to not be afraid? these words that Jesus spoke personally to Paul are words that have been communicated through the scriptures to all of us. And we do not need to be afraid. And then he says, but go on speaking and do not be silent, that we should continue to seek to spread the gospel, that there should never be a time where we stop seeking, To spread the gospel. Now, there may be open doors and closed doors along the way, but we should never stop seeking to declare the good news of Jesus Christ. And then he gives another reason for I am with you. Well, consider that promise, even in the Great Commission. He says, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. A promise, I believe, extends to the church. Or we see it in a place like Hebrews 13, where it makes it clear, I will never leave you or forsake you. So even though this next part, no one will attack you to harm you, well, that was very specific, obviously, to uh, Paul in that circumstance, you know, God has told you, don't be afraid we have a command to spread the gospel. We know that God is with us. And we also know that, hey, whatever happens as far as persecution, God is ultimately our protector too, just like he was for Paul. Um, And he says, for I have many in this city who are my people. And that's where I don't know what city you live in. And I don't know what God's plans are, but this even gives us hope that God is working in people. And really, I think, It brings us to the doctrine of election that God has chosen people that he is going to save. And it's so unfortunate today that many people who love the idea of election don't love the idea of evangelism. Because, well, if God's chosen, what do I need to do? That's not a biblical way to think about this. In fact, what we see in the Bible is that the idea of election should encourage evangelism. Because I know God's got people out there. Let's go get them. Let's go find them. So these words that the Lord speaks to Paul, um, I don't think we should read them and be like, well, these are this is the exact same thing he's saying to me. No, there's some specific things for a specific situation. But on the other hand, I don't think we should just say, well, this is just something that Jesus said to Paul while he was in Corinth. And these words don't apply at all to me. No, let's consider what we've seen in those words. We should not be afraid. We should continue to seek to spread the gospel. We should trust that God is with us and we should trust that he's got people out there, that he is working in to save. And then we see that eventually there is some persecution that arises there in Corinth And and again, this is part of what brings Paul's ministry there to a close. And he moves on and he goes back to Antioch, uh, but he stops in Antioch. Ephesus. And it's interesting, you see, they're asking him to stay. And he says, no. So even there, you you see, sometimes the door is open and Paul has to stay in Corinth for a year and a half. Sometimes, no, I I can't do this right now. I'm I'm moving on to something else. And he says, I will return to you if God wills. Well, spoiler alert, God's going to will, and he will return to Ephesus. Uh, But we see him eventually going back to Antioch. And then we see a little aside about a man named Apollos, who he comes to Ephesus. And Ephesus is going to become uh, more of a key part of the story in chapter 19. But he comes to Ephesus and he is clearly... um, Powerful in how he speaks and communicates the truth of the scriptures, but he only knew the baptism of John. So, in these early stages of the church, he didn't have all of the information. And then we see a good example here of Priscilla and Aquila. They take him aside and explain to him the word of God more accurately. And even the way it's phrased, it doesn't seem that this was, you know, them trying to blow up Apollos and and just rebuke him and blast him. No, they're taking him aside. It seems that there probably was some encouragement there might've even happened in a, in a home and they're encouraging him and explaining to him some better things. And then we see Apollos, he, uh, he goes and, and learns from that. He is receptive to learn. So there's, that's a great example on all sides. Priscilla and Aquila taking someone aside to try to teach them something. And then Apollos being open to being taught. And then we see he is going to be sent on. He's actually going to go to Corinth and do ministry there. Uh, and, and he is very powerful in the scriptures showing people that the Christ was Jesus. So at the end of the chapter, we get kind of a separate thing, but I think a passage that is a good example, both on the side of Priscilla and Aquila of taking him aside and on the side of Apollos. So I hope you are encouraged today. If you are seeking to serve the Lord, don't stop. Keep serving the Lord. Don't be afraid keep seeking to serve the message of the gospel. Trust that God is with you. Uh, It's the same God that was with Paul. Thanks for digging into God's word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.